Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, yes, I stole that from the New Age Outlaws, welcome to Socks on Tap, episode five, right, Tone? Somewhere around there. Yeah, somewhere around there. I have my co-host joining me, as always, and it is always, because this this seems to be the team that's been rocking it. I got my boy Tony, and I am your boy Buzz. We're here to review the game on this beautiful Easter Sunday. Tony, how was your day? How are you doing, man? Man, the day was great. The weather in Chicago was just perfect for cracking beers. It was a beautiful day to spend out with your family, out doing stuff in the yard, just being outside. Uh, first upper 80-degree day, I don't even know. I know when I got in the car at one point in time, it said like 83. So just beautiful day. I've been uh, cracking beers since probably early you know, early afternoon, right around when the game started. Um, just an awesome day, Buzz. How, how about yourself? I made a ham. Uh, we made eggs. And uh, my family came over in the morning, and then we went to the wife's family in the afternoon. Um, I did start drinking when I got home, so I just literally started drinking, kick back a couple, you know, uh, help myself relax, have some ham for leftovers, and then watch some TV, uh, you know, to bring it on home uh, tonight here, and then start, you know, next week. But yeah, my day was pretty good in, in general. My kid did a Easter egg hunt, and she made four dollars, hey, so that was good. Yeah. I, think, I think both of my kids made off with about three dollars today. Hell so, yeah. you know, hey, they're they're going to sack that money away and hopefully spend it wisely. Don't spend it all on one free agent, Buzz. Yeah, I'll try not to. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> uh, I like that. Don't spend, don't, don't spend it all in one place. I like, yep, yep. Yep. All right, well, getting into the game, man, it was a 4-3 loss to Detroit. Um, you know, we, we dropped two out of three. It was supposed to be a four-game set, but Saturday's game, as you know, Bud got uh, rained out. Um, today, Ronaldo gets the loss. Um not a terrible outing out of Ronaldo today, really. I mean, he he let up seven huts, uh, seven huts, seven hits in six innings, um, two earned runs. He did fan eight though, um, 105 pitches for him today. Got the, dropped the ERA a little bit down to a seven four six. Um, as far as the pitching goes today, Ronaldo didn't do too bad. It was just the run support didn't come till late, and by then it was too far gone. Uh, what did you think about Ronaldo's? Theme. Yeah, it's a, it's a common theme with Ronaldo, as we call him on Shy Sox Weekly. The uh, the heir to the throne of Jose Quintana. Uh, he just never seems to get that run support. I don't know what it is about the White Sox, but they just love to not give run support to some of their better pitchers. Uh, I know you and I talked about Reynaldo Lopez before uh, on Sox on Tap, and I told you, you know, he's he's going to be a reliever someday. This is one of those starts where, uh, you know, Reynaldo proves me wrong. Um, you know, six innings, seven hits. It's not bad. The, the strikeouts were there, though. He made it through the order a couple of times so that's that's what you like to see and you know he held the game within reach of this White Sox offense but I did say on Friday I believe when we last spoke that this game today was going to be more of a pitcher's duel and it turned out to be that exactly 
uh, low scoring ball game in, in comparison to what we've seen from some of these other games that the Sacks have played in. The offense just wasn't there. I, I really liked what I saw from Ronaldo, though. Uh, this is, you know, it, it's, he kept the team in the ball game, and, and that's all I've got uh, to hang my hat on at the end of the day is that had the offense been there for him, that's probably a win that we're talking about. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, like you said, Ronaldo really did keep us in the game because the Sox could only muster up two hits and in five innings against Daniel Norris today. He fanned six and in five innings and had one walk, uh, 79 pitches for him. Um, you know, it, it, it was hard. The, you know, the offense didn't uh, come to life like I wanted it to today. Um, but, you know, the core guys again, though, man, except Eloy, unfortunately. Uh, but the core guys got hits today, um, you know. Tim Anderson with another hit, and it was a very clutch hit. He, you know, uh, drove in an RBI. Um, Lurie Garcia with another another great, uh, you know, a great game. He, you know, got an RBI when we needed it. Uh, Yoan Mankata had a hit. Um, he he did, you know, strike out twice as, as well as Eloy did. Eloy just keeps chasing those sliders, man. He, it's like he's going to White Castle, brother. Mr. Mr. Want- Cordell also got a hit, too. I know, and I picked him up in fantasy, so I was very excited about that. I got to play him today. Um, Cordell, I'm telling you what, man, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hitch to that wagon right now. You heard it here, you know, first, folks. I am hitching my wagon to Ryan Cordell, and I think that he is going to be a surprisingly fun player. Um, I think the talent is gonna be there, and I think that he is going to become a fan favorite, uh, much like Palka did last year. I don't know if it'll get to that that extreme, but I think a lot of people are gonna be happy with Ryan Cordell batting 438. Um, you know, he, he just seems to be able to put the bat in the ball and he, you know, he got a, he scored a run today as well. So, uh, I was pretty excited about that, but the run support came a little too late there, Tony. It didn't come until about the seventh inning, eighth inning there. Um, you know, unfortunately, and we weren't just, uh, we weren't able to capitalize. Here's another thing that I've, I've been watching as a theme grow as the season goes on is the White Sox seem to love that Ricky's boys don't quit motto. We get to the sixth seventh even eighth inning and then they start to put together some sort of run that just you know and then we go oh ricky's boys don't quit and then we just don't finish off we don't get to where we need to be and it's just so tiresome buzz i i hate it it's It's like you get right there and the brass ring is right there and then it's just like oh no (laughs) and you know you fall short you know yeah no it's frustrating i can't stand it because it's just i feel like it further um digs this hole where they they stick with this motto of Ricky's boys don't quit. I'm not a big fan of that statement. I'm I'm really not because it, it just seems to come out in games like this. They just give you just enough to tease you and then not get to the finish line. And yeah, getting the three runs in the eighth inning, you're you're hitting the nail right on the head, buddy. Getting the three runs in the eighth inning and being down four to three, you know, and then we just can't capitalize at the top of the ninth just with one run. That that sucked. Yeah, you need to be able to score runs early in ball games, and th- this team hasn't been able to do that at all yet. Um, I don't know why that is. You know, you saw the Yon Mankata homer the other day. That was kind of just a one and done. You know, they'll hit that that solo shot, but I'd like to see the Sox come out in one of these games and actually just lay the offense on early and often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's something that they'll have to work on because. Going into these ball games, especially against divisional opponents, and just letting the other team kind of string that game along, especially when your pitcher's out there doing his job, this is that's just not good. It, it doesn't spell for long winning streaks. It doesn't spell um, wild card. It doesn't spell playoffs. And I don't think we're really talking about that right now 
it's really early in the year, but you start to notice trends of a team, and that's one of the things that I've noticed. And it kind of follows suit to what they were doing last year a little bit for for a long stretch is staying in these ball games, making them eh, somewhat interesting, but not really getting that win. And I, th- I feel like they really need to build that winning culture. And these games like this one today, they they kind of they really take away from a lot of that effort that I think that they've put into trying to build that winning culture. It's you like know, you don't want to call it a must-win, right? But right. it kind of is. You're you're right. Like I 100% agree with you here. It's like it's, it kind of is because like when you bring out when you bring up playoffs, buddy. Like to me, this division is so weird that you have that opportunity with this young team and like you said building confidence you have that opportunity to to reach for that you know I'm going to say it again reach for that brass ring and and try to pull it down and try to you know take it as your own and and get and get in the playoffs I and mean, we're four games under 500 now sitting at 8 and 12 but i mean we're still in reach if we can start stringing some games together and we can you know it, How people many, are going to have to obviously hit beside Joan and Tim. You know, we're going to have to – Abreu's going to have to start hitting. Lurie's been doing – you know, as we said on the last episode, he's been doing great, so we can't say anything to hit about him. You know, it's just we need some other guys to start hitting the ball. And um, I, I really do think that this team might be able to do it, you know. Here's the thing, though, Buzz. How many of these games could they have won already realistically? And I go back and I'm, I'm – pointing a few of them out the tim anderson game where he got ejected that should have been a win today easily mm-hmm. could have been a win you know and you start to then turn that record around and you're up over 500 where some of these games especially against the division and i i know my guy john talks about this all the time these division games you just have to win these and yeah. they could they could easily then sneak into a wild card spot or even win the division if they were able to put some of this together. But this culture thing that I'm talking about is do you really want an extended period of time of Yon Mankata, Tim Anderson, Eloy Jimenez's careers where they're suffering through some of these losses and just don't really figure out how to get to the finish line? And that, to me, is just something that we're going to have to monitor because I already feel like they're doing some significant damage to those guys as far as building that culture. Building that. So you're like culture. you're saying like their psyche, right? That's yeah, like I'm talking about their psyche. Yeah, right. So like I, I mean, it's just kind of fun to 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 you know uh, to cross compare things. But another Jerry Reinsdorf owned team has that same issue, buddy. It, it, the Bulls have that same issue with this young core filled with so much talent, but they lose games. That hurts. That hurts psyche. You know, it's the right. same applies for baseball. You know, and uh, that's one. Right, and when I was on Chai Sox Weekly with you guys, like, and I was kind of hating on Ricky a little bit, I. God, I know that Ricky will like, you know, step up and, you know, he got ejected, you know, whatever. And he's there for his players and stuff like that. But that's not doing it, man. You got to help this team win games. You got to make right decisions. You have to be spot on. I do believe a manager does matter. I'm sorry. I might be in the minority there, but I do believe a manager does matter. You got to give these guys every opportunity to be able to win these games. Got to be making the right personnel choices. Got to be putting the right lineups out there because you do not want, like you said, the psyche of our star players to go down the drain because that'll that'll suck. Yeah, and I mean, this is something that they're going to have to do if they want to be a perennial playoff team. They're going to have to get to a point where games like this, where your starting pitcher keeps you in the ball game and your offense gets those three runs back, you got to get that fourth run. How are you going to do it? And that's personnel. That's a little bit of luck mixed in there. There's a lot of things that go into it. But I'm tired of seeing the White Sox squander some of these chances. 
I don't know what the answer is completely, Buzz. If I did know the answer, I'd be coaching the White Sox, as would you. <laughs> but right. at what point and, – and it's funny that you bring up the, the Bulls thing here. At what point do you think that they make that transition into a winning club? And do you think that they have the the right personnel up front to do so? Uh, this is something that Johnny Nani and I have discussed with a fellow member of White Sox Twitter, Pete Hand. I don't know if you follow him. Aloha, Mr. Hand. He's one of the one of the 108 ambassadors. He's he's done a little bit of work up in uh, on the 108's website, a few blogs, a couple of live appearances, stuff like that. But we've discussed with him at length about you know what is it going to take to get this team to have that culture. And I, I don't know where you start to make that transition because as of now, I haven't seen it yet. And I thought that this could potentially be the year where they could take that step forward and get to a winning culture. And I'm going to say this over and over again. That's what they have to build. How do we build it? Because we now, we, it's not like we just have Yon Moncada and Tim Anderson on this team. You're starting to see these pieces come up. You're starting to have the Eloy Jimenez's. We're getting really close to seeing guys like Sebi Zavala, Zach Collins. We're starting to have some of these guys come up. Where does it turn? Where's that tipping point? Yeah, and you know, that's a great point, man. But it, it, when you said the front office thing, like, you know, do we have the right guys pulling the strings to, to make a winning culture? I can't answer that. But where I found solace the other day and where I kind of found peace, my two favorite players on this team have been acquired by Rick Hahn. And I am a big believer in those two players, which is Tim Anderson and Yoan Mankata. Um, so I think that they're going to try to build that winning culture. I, I'm going to put my faith my faith in that, and I'm just going to follow it blindly. I just – as far as the you know the, the winning culture thing, like you said, we'd be, the man, we'd be managing the team if we had the answers to it. But um, – I, don't, I just don't think Ricky's the guy. I mean, there's there's a reason the Cubs let him go, you know, and I'm going to say that right now. Uh, they had all the talent to win with him, and they chose to go the Joe Madden route, obviously. Um, I just don't think that this guy is it, and, I, and I've said this to Juice countless times as well. The Cubs were ahead of the curve. They knew that he wasn't the, the real deal. I, I, I don't know, I, but it, I, I don't know, man. I, I just I want them to have that winning culture. I, I really want it to start happening. I know we have to be patient, but I feel like we're – We've kind of been patient long enough. Yeah, I feel like we've been patient way longer than than I've expected, and maybe that's maybe that's just us being White Sox fans and and separ- not separating the rebuild from the previous eight years that that preceded it. Because we like, haven't had like a winning said, team in so long. It's but to me, Buzz, it's it's games like this in this Detroit series that drive me up the wall as a White Sox fan. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's where I'm up the wall, man. We talked about it on Chai Sox Weekly, too, where we tried to predict what the Sox were going to do through this stretch. And you can't go one and two, even with the rain out in there. Potentially, this could have been a one and and three against Detroit. And then you go into, into Baltimore. And then you got Detroit coming right back. So... These are games where this is the easy stretch. These are the games you got to put away. If you're a good ball club, these are the games where you take these series. You see them go into New York and take two out of three, but then go to Detroit and go and one, one and of two. Three. Yeah, and drop one and two. Sorry, go I'm one sorry. and two. Yeah, that's to me. I don't know what that is. It's just not good. You should expect to win Incons- two inconsistency, my friend. That's right. what that is. Right. It's inconsistency. You know. Um, and I don't know if the inconsistency is on the players or on the 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 manager, but well, and that's that, something it, we'll dissect over the course of the year, right? That that loss did hurt, though. That yeah. loss hurt. 
Yep. So anything else that you got takeaway wise from this ball game here, Buzz? Uh, Tim Anderson went nine for nine. Um, I mean, not in the game itself, but he is now nine for nine on the season. He stole two bases today. So that's something cool to point out that Tim Anderson's just doing it all over. You know, he, he's running he's running the bases good. He's hitting the ball. I mean, he's doing what he's got to do. Um, so that was cool. Um, other than that, no, I really don't have any takeaways. I mean, it was a good outing. Like we said, to open up the show, it was a good outing for, um, you know, Ronaldo Lopez. Unfortunately, we just didn't get him the run support to, to keep moving forward and, um, you know, and get that victory. But, oh, Abreu seems to be putting the bat on the ball a little bit more. Um, he's, he's steadily climbing. He's climbing, you know, so hopefully he's uh, starting to figure it out. And I cannot wait to DFA Yonder Alonso. That's all I got. They're not Bur- DFAing Yonder Alonso. I don't think that's going to happen. Buzz, it's not gonna sorry happen. to burst your bubble here, but um, uh, yeah, gonna, you know, Abreu, my- Abreu getting a hit here and there. I, I want to see Abreu go for those stretches where he goes like three for five, and yeah. then I'll say he's back. You know, he's climbed the average up to one ninety two. He needs to at least put another fifty points on that batting average. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Raise that up a little bit. But uh, moving on, let's talk a little bit about what we've got coming up ahead for the White Sox. This week, we've got the Orioles. We're going to Baltimore tomorrow, Monday, April 22nd, 6.05 start. It's going to be Manny Banuelos versus David Hess. Manny's getting the start. I can kind of expect this to go maybe carry it into the third, fourth inning before we're into the bullpen here. Um, and if he can give you a solid kind of opener type start, I think that uh, we can we can be happy with that. And then uh, we've got Ivan Nova. Uh, on Tuesday against Andrew Kashner and then Irvin Santana. The Orioles have not put up who they're going to start in that Wednesday game. All of these are 6.05 starts. Uh, Buzz, any quick little thoughts that you got here on the series coming up here against Baltimore? You need to jump on them early and often. Baltimore is not playing well at home. They have an 8-15 and record, but their home record is 1-9. and So we need to jump on them early and often. Um, I'm hoping Manny can come out against a struggling Baltimore Orioles team. They're not batting hot right now. I think I believe that says 220 there for a team average. Um, they're not. Oh, I'm sorry, 240. I apologize. They're batting 240 as a team right now. Um, you know, I, I feel that if we can come out and we can keep doing what we've been doing, um, you know, offensively for the most part, um, you know, we can take this series. I'm looking for. I'm not gonna lie to you, Tony. I, I think that we are uh, leaps and bounds. Uh, better than Baltimore, and I think that we should. Um, I think that we should, uh, you know, take uh, two games in the series. I think we drop one, and I think that's going to be the Irvin, uh, the Irvin Santana game. I think we come out tomorrow with Manny. I think Manny picks up the win. I think he goes six innings. All right, solid predictions there, Buzz. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you to it. Again, this goes back to what we talked about just a little bit ago. These are games you should win. Let's go in there and win them. I like how you brought up the early and often. Let's do that. Let's get on the board. Let's disrupt anything that the uh, the Baltimore Orioles have in their in their arsenal as far as a game plan. And you know, let's see this White Sox offense explode. Haven't looked at the weather or anything like that so far, so I couldn't tell you if there's going to be a potential rainout or anything. But I'd like to see a full series in here and get another series win. Um, interesting note, though, as far as scheduling goes, it's really interesting. This is the second trip out to the east coast for the white Sox in two weeks here yeah um you would have you probably would have been better off switching these series uh up a little bit and having the Sox play baltimore when they were out there in new york the schedule so far buzz has been really funky for the white Sox. another one of those things these travel miles um 
watching yeah, those that, start watching adding that. up. Yeah, those start adding up. So let's uh, let's let's keep an eye on that as well. Is all I'm trying to say. Right. I would like to point out one more thing about this Baltimore team is that their opponent batting average against them is a 287 right now. Um, and another fun fact: the White Sox at night. We're going to consider this a night game, correct? At 6:05. Right. The White Sox at night right now are 4-0. Um, hey. So. You know, fingers crossed, man. Hopefully we uh, let's enter get that into sweep. this next – Yeah, let's get that sweep. Let's, you know, let's uh, head into this next series and let's really put it to a struggling Baltimore Orioles team. I, we have the talent to do it. So, you know, let's uh, – you know, like I said, early and often, man, jump on them, jump on them quick. Yep, I'm right there with you. This should be a sweep. It probably won't be, but it should be. All right, I think that's all we've got today for Socks on Tap. Buzz, always a pleasure. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Oh, my man, it was great. I love doing this. I hope you have a great night and uh, probably be back sometime this week with episode six, seven, and eight, nine, whatever. Yeah, we'll keep it rolling. Hell yeah. Let's go, Sox. Go, Sox.